Hi, I'm Echo Kellum, and you are listening to DCTV Podcast. Live at Mixer.com slash DCTV podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Andy B, and I am a host of the Flash Podcast and a moderator of the DC Podcast Network. Today we're doing a special live show for all y'all as we're getting ready for Senio Comic Con, the wonder that is Senio Comic Con every year. And with me are some amazing co- colleagues and co-hosts of several podcasts here on the DC Podcast Network. So first off, let's start with... The multiversal, the geek-tastical Miss Amy Marie Hipnarowski, who hosts the Flash Podcast and Legends of Marvel Podcast. Amy, how are you doing this morning? I am fantastic. I have a lot of coffee, because it is early here in <laughs> California. A couple of us are up very early, but we're super excited to talk about Comic-Con. I know that I had been mentioning on the Flash Podcast when we were back in season that I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make Comic-Con, but I can now officially say that I will be there for Woo! about four days. <laughs> Yeah. Sweet. After all, special shout out to my boss at work who worked really hard to be able to get that off for me. I owe her cookies and lemon bars. That's (laughs) that's very specific. But well, to to Amy's boss, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, hey, make sure to visit Amy Zoo whenever you can between Monday to Fridays uh, because she does some awesome tour guides. Did I did I get that right? True stuff. If you guys are in town uh, on on Monday after the con. Come, come, come featuring Giraffe. We got that covered. How, um, oh, I might pick up, I may take on that offer, depending on, because I leave on Monday, so, but, uh, let's keep going, and we also have, uh, the host of Supergirl Radio, the second fastest superhero in the DCTV universe, Miss Rebecca Johnson. Uh, How are you doing? That's debatable. Uh, that's debatable. Did, did, did we see her win? Did, did we see her win? No, we didn't. Well, we didn't see the Flash win either, so it's Rebecca, how are you doing fine. this morning? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I'm I'm actually not going to San Diego Comic Con, but I am excited that it's happening. So it'll be fun to talk about. One of these years, we're gonna I'm gonna drag her from uh, from Georgia on the midnight train down to San Diego. Uh, <laughs> you guys see what I did there? Did I, uh, I did. I'm not clever. I'm not that clever at all. Also joining us is host of Legend Marvel podcast, Ms. Kat Kalnia. Hey. Guys, what's up? <laughs> I don't know if you can respond to that, but... Is someone a little bit shy to doing this live? Never. You know I do, like, two live shows a week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Okay. Okay. Um, that that works. Uh, and also yeah. joining us uh, from DC Movies Podcast is Mr. Tony. Crazy for Comic-Con. Kim, how are you doing this morning, Tony? Yo, yo, yo. Wonder Nerds powers. Activate. Hell yeah. <laughs> and also joining us, last but not least, is our one of our newest members of the network. And he is one of the hosts of iZombie Radio, our first vertical TV podcast, Mr. Sean Carpenter. Sean, welcome to welcome to 
live on DC Podcast. How you doing this morning? Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm still waking up. I got my weight and coffee ready to be consumed for this <laughs> fantastic day. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I remember <laughs> uh, we said on the, on the last episode of the Flash Podcast that we were aiming to do this. Hopefully, like if we could er- get everything together and. As we did, as we all did, we were able to make it make it happen. So we're gonna today we're gonna cover what is happening at Comic Con in terms of DC TV and DC films because they're gonna have a big presence there as well. So we're gonna go through the schedule first, and then we're gonna discuss like things that we want to see that we think they will they're gonna show us, as well as things that we hope they will show us. So we're gonna start with the Friday because there's nothing really happening for DC on on Thursday. So Friday, July 22nd is, we're gonna start with iZombie at 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. at Ballroom 20 with a special video presentation and Q&A with the cast and crew of iZombie. Then on Saturday, July 23rd, is the biggie because at 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., Warner Bros. Pictures Hall Age presentation, which, which is going to include a sneak peek at upcoming releases. And in, in terms of these states, it's going to be Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad. Then at 2.10 to 3 p.m., it's going to have Gotham uh, with a video presentation and Q&A at the Indigo Ballroom. A, actually, a ballroom that I've never been to at Comic-Con. And then at 3.30 to 4.15 p.m. is Supergirl with a video presentation and Q&A at Ballroom 20. At 4.15 to 5 p.m., which is tomorrow, video presentation and Q&A at Ballroom 20. And at 5 p.m. to 5.45 p.m., The Flash with a special video presentation and Q&A at Ballroom 20. And last but not least... At 5.45 to 6.30 p.m., I mean, Arrow special video presentation and Q&A <laughs> at Ballroom 20. See, I had to, yes, as once. So, that's the schedule. Easy as that. There's going to be signings throughout, you know, these two days for all the shows as well as the movies. And there's there's going to be Comic-Con bags and key hotel key cards and TV Guy magazine featuring DC with... Uh, Flash and Supergirl on TV Guide Magazine. We're going to have Comic-Con back with all the heroes, also as Vixen, DC Superhero Girls, and Justice League Action. I believe there's going to be a Suicide Squad bag or a Wonder Woman bag. I, I know one of them is getting a bag. And then there's going to be key, you know, hotel key cards which uh, with all your favorite DC TV shows. So that's what's come. That's what the schedule. And that's, those are like extra things that are coming. And uh, so let's just discuss this and you know get deep into... What we think is going to happen and all that. So let's start with, well, let's start with Rebecca. What are the three to five things that you want to learn about these upcoming season at the panels? I am hoping that for Supergirl, we will get some villain announcements because last year for the San Diego Comic-Con panel for Supergirl, we got announcements about Reactron and Livewire. So I'm hoping we'll get to know, because I think that sort of helps us understand maybe where the season might be heading if we get some some baddies announced. So I'm hoping we'll get some more character announcements. Um, I don't know if they'll feature Tyler Hecklin. I don't know if he will show up and talk about his Superman or Clark Kent. Um, but I think that kind of thing has been a very big talking point. A lot of people are really excited to see Superman come on the show. So I think that will be one of those things that I hope they address. Um, and I am actually, in terms of the DC TV stuff, uh, the Tom Felton announcement for The Flash was something I was very excited about um, because mm-hmm. I love Tom Felton. I love Harry Potter. I actually met Tom Felton one time. Very nice guy. Um, oh, so well, I, at, at DragonCon? I did at DragonCon, yes. And uh, so I'm hoping that we might... I don't know if they'll give away too much about what he's going to be doing during the season, but I think that's an announcement that was made already that I'm hoping we'll get some more details on. And uh, 
I'm I'm a huge Gotham fan as well as uh you know Supergirl and the Flash. So I'm hoping we'll get some maybe information about where this next season is headed. I know there's going to be some Court of Owls stuff, um, and I know Jim Gordon is you know after the end of last season he's kind of going on this mission to go find Lee and and all of that. So I'm hoping that we'll get to see something about where the season is heading or what the season is going to be doing. So just anything from Gotham I will be very excited about. And um, obviously the the last thing would be like how does Flashpoint affect everything? But I think that's one of those things where they might not give a whole lot of information away. So I'm not getting my hopes up about that. But I think that's one of my big questions for the next season. So um, I'm looking forward to all the panels. So I, I hope we get some good stuff. Are you excited for Arrow Season 5? <laughs> uh, I personally will not be watching Arrow Season 5. But I hope that people who do will enjoy it and will get some good stuff at a, at a Comic-Con. <laughs> Uh, Tony, uh, because you know you're you know you're a big Comic Con person and so on. So, what are you looking forward to learning about these upcoming seasons of um, of um, these shows at the panels? And yeah, you know, for me, it's uh, can't wait to hear about what Hall H will bring for potentially Wonder Woman. Um, we've already seen some images come out, which look pretty freaking amazing. Um, and also Justice League. What are we going to learn about Justice League? Maybe see some images. And uh, so for both those, I think I think the fans uh, are just anticipating some clips, images, and uh, you know, I, I don't know for su- since since we're already on the eve of Suicide Squad, if they'll need to do much there. But um, but yeah, I think the big the big anticipation from DC and Warner Brothers is going to be what are we going to see from Wonder Woman Justice League? So I'm really excited about that. Already the the Wonder Woman images are pretty incredible. So um, yeah, expect uh, when if you hear if you're anywhere in the Southern California region and you feel tremors and murmurs on Saturday morning, <laughs> it's probably not an earthquake. It's going to be coming from Hall H. <laughs> and along those lines, if you guys are in the Southern California area. And even if you're not going to Comic-Con and can't make it to Hall H, I would stop by Wednesday night because they're doing a whole bunch of stuff. And throughout the weekend, you can actually, it's outside the convention center. They're going to have a replica of Wonder Woman's invisible jet. And you can actually <laughs> Which go I'm buying, by the way. I'm, I'm going to buy that. <laughs> you can go in it. It's going to be lit up at night. And then you can actually walk through and... Uh, not only will they have artwork from a lot of female artists that are inspired by Wonder Woman's history and the film, but you can actually walk in and take a picture in the pilot seat. So uh, even if you're not going to the convention and you're really excited about Wonder Woman's 75th anniversary, that is something to do. And that's going to be there all weekend. And also yeah. they're going to be rebuilding. Oh, sorry. I just want to say they're going to be rebuilding um, the Bell Rev set, I believe, from Suicide Squad that people will be able to. There's something with Suicide Squad and Bell Rev, I remember, and there's yeah, there- yeah, it's, it's in the hard, it's in the Hard Rock. They're doing an interactive uh, experience there. <laughs> uh, what about the DC shows, uh, Tony? Like, what are you looking forward to learn about these respective seasons? Uh, or you know, what have you, you know, which one of your favorite shows, and what do you hope to learn about those seasons that are coming up? Yeah, I think the one I'm most excited about Supergirl because now with the shift and change in, in its new home and CW. Really curious to see what kind of changes we expect to see and if there's any sort of tone shifts now that it's officially merged with the kind of CW universe and uh, just, just you know, how it'll affect 
Um, and what kind of, I mean, I think everyone's really excited about to see the potential crossovers. And uh, yeah, so I mean, just, uh, I can't wait to hear more about Supergirl. Awesome. Uh, Sean, uh, you're, and also because you're also bringing the, um, the iZombie perspective, I don't know how many of the, I mean, I watch iZombie now and I love that, but you know, I think that, I don't know if there, how many of you guys in, in this panel uh, watch iZombie, but Sean, what are you looking I, for? I watch iZombie from C, from episode one. Oh, it's awesome. a really good show. And to the rest of you guys, you, good to hear. you should totally <laughs> check out iZombie. It is amazing. I, I know I've been harsh on it before in the past, but you know, like always, I had to eat my words up, and you know, because it, it he, is. Amazing. He turned himself around. I <laughs> yes, yes, I did big time. So, so Sean, what are you looking forward to learn from the iZombie panel as well as the other DC TV show panels that are going to be happening on uh, next week? Well, with iZombie, I'm just wanting to know like what sort of direction the season is going. Like, because at the end of last season, big things happened. Just. A, world-changing events, and I just don't want to spoil it for those of you who haven't watched it. Um, <clears throat> so I just want to know what sort of direction the season's going. In terms of the other shows, definitely want to see like how Supergirl is going to be changed by sw- switching networks. If we do get Flashpoint like little teasers here and there during the Flash, that'd be cool, but I'm more so interested in seeing who else is coming to Legends and what sort of where they're sort of going with that in terms of who the villain's going to be or what sort of storylines we're going to get. And yeah. Awesome. Uh, Amy, what are you looking forward to uh, with these DC panels as well as, you know, heck, even maybe the movies and so on, but I mean, I know because, you know, we're deep into the shows and whatnot. What are you looking forward to learn about these upcoming season as someone who is, I mean, I'm guessing the flash because, you know, I mean, if you guys haven't listened to the Flash podcast, I think Amy has mentioned Flash for at least 23 times. I mean, like 26 times out of 23 episodes uh, that we recorded, you know, in season two. Uh, plus, you know, you also, if you don't mind, you want to tell everyone your awesome Tom Felton story because it's a very sweet one. <laughs> it is really sweet, um, you guys. I am really excited uh, about what we're going to see at Comic-Con for the Flash. I anticipate if I were them and I think that they will, I would put together a really shocking trailer that brings flashpoint. Cause we know that they're doing flashpoint. I, if I were them, I would bring a trailer that pretty closely emulates what they're going to be doing. I think that they will. I think that the flash has always been really good about giving the fans something to talk about and unlike last year where they had just started filming season two and had nothing they'll have a good week and a half which i know is not a lot of time at all but they'll have a little bit of time to put together at least something from the season three uh, episode one so i'm hoping 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 that they bring a trailer I think it would be I think it would be a bummer and a missed opportunity if they didn't. And I am really excited about Tom Felton joining. I'm also really excited about Todd Lassance joining. He's another Spartacus actor. He played Caesar. He's also one of the nicest guys on the face of the earth. So I'm excited that he'll be joining in as as yet undeclared yeah. <laughs> villain in a black suit. Which I'm also excited about, and and we can talk about more of that later, but I know that a lot of the comics right now with Rebirth, they're kind of bringing in a few more villains. So I would be excited to see where that goes. I am excited about Tom Felton joining. Tom Felton was actually the very first 
ever celebrity interview I ever did, ever. I was 19, and I did it for his fan site, FeltBeats.com, for Harry Potter when it came to Comic-Con a couple years ago in 2011. So I, I, he's just the nicest guy on the face of the earth. He really is. He's very sweet and genuine, and I may have freaked out more than a little bit when I discovered <laughs> that he was going to be joining one of my all-time favorite TV series oh, ever. You, you guys should have seen so I'm very the DMs. excited for all of that. You guys should have seen the DMs that were going on like between me, her, and Lauren. Like, I, I, I was almost imagining Amy like sitting like wherever she was at work. Like, cause I think I think you were at work that day. And I was just imagining like you know she's like excusing herself from, you know from work just going outside like crying whatever because you were you were on fire that day i was i was a little bit excited like tom felton was the first ever like what celebrity crush that i had so i was excited for that now legends wise i think i'm almost not more excited but i'm just ex as excited to see where they're gonna go with legends now i don't believe that they've started filming correct me if i'm wrong cat but i don't think that they've i don't think so either they start, oh, no, yeah. they start filming tomorrow Oh, yeah. so they, they'll have limited opportunity to prevent present footage. But we've already mm -hmm. seen interviews coming out, and Kat and I have talked about this. We've all kind of talked about this over Twitter. But the interviews we've seen from the writers are, hey, guys, so we kind of know that last season felt a little bit disjointed, and we didn't really know where we were going. We realized that, so we're going to fix that. So expect better things season two. And I appreciate when writers say that. And when they say, you know, we understand that things just didn't roll the way we wanted to. And I think by having a more cohesive story season two, we may be getting a better, a more of a show that flows a little bit better. We did not by any means dislike season one. It just at some points felt like we were going, hey, I forgot who's the main bad guy here and <laughs> what's the main deal here. And Vandal Savage just kind of wasn't the villain we were hoping for. So we're, we're hoping for a villain that is really strong and really engaging and really, really, really makes me hate him or her or her. And I'm hoping that we get an idea of where they're going to go for season two, maybe a main storyline, maybe a main plot, um, new characters. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. More JSA, please. I'm just saying. And yes. Yes. Um, because I'm excited about Justice Society. Cat Our Alan, please. Hmm? Alan what? I just really want Impulse to show up. Because I feel like he'd That's be the perfect cool. well, perfect way to combine both the future and the past. That would be cool. I mean, I think he's... I know, like, even if he's not related to JSA, I want I want him too. That'd be cool. Yeah, no, he's... No, no, he's... He's, he's gonna like be on my... show up and wreck things. He needs to be on, he's, <laughs> he's like, like, to be on my show. He needs to be on my show. Like, you know, like, you guys, you guys are getting Jay. Our show first, and then you can take him. We, uh, we can no, take him you guys are getting. You guys are getting Jay Garrett. You're getting, I, we're borrowing Jay Garrett to you guys. So no, you get. You're not getting Bart Allen. Hell no. Cad, uh, what are you? I, I love how how I lo I love. We're how all I'm, in this together. Yeah, we I, are. It's just like I'm very I'm very protective I'm, of my Flash characters. So, uh, so Cad, um, what are you looking forward to learn about these upcoming seasons of any of these panels? Um, so first I'll start with obviously Legends, um, JSA, it's really excited to see what characters we'll get, because like Amy said, I don't think we're going to get video for that, I think that'll probably be the only one we don't, but I, I hope they give us like a lot of announcements so we can get excited for it and, and talk about it for our podcast. Um, Flash, I need some Jesse Quick news, I need it, I'm, I mean, every day I just tell Andy, when's Jesse Quick going to become a series <laughs> regular? Um... 
Uh, Arrow, because I know we didn't really talk about that too much, because uh, I think I'm the only one here that really likes the show still. But uh, I, I want to see more Speedy, or, or at least like an announcement that she'll still be Speedy, so that will be nice. Um, and Flash, uh, where he talked about that, I think I'm like done. Oh, Supergirl. Uh, yeah, I would love to see some footage of Superman, and just like see what direction they're going to go with the show now. That's on the CW, so I'm excited for all of it. I, the only one I didn't mention is Gotham because I don't watch that show. You really oh, my zombie! I want you should. I, you totally I, I, should. It's not my thing because <laughs> I don't really like the crime uh, dramas as much. But maybe, maybe I'll watch like an episode of season two and see if I like that. Season two uh, is a yeah, huge zombie, improvement. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. I might do that. If I if I do watch it, I'll watch me like the first episode of season two, and then oh my god, I should have watched this. Uh, but yeah, last. <laughs> For me is I Zombie, and I am a huge Ali Mashaka fan, so yeah. I'm really glad she's series regular, and I want to see her, her story. She's great. I love her. Now, before I go on to my things, uh, because I, I noticed something as I was looking at our document on Google Docs, uh, and Tony, Tony and Amy, maybe you guys, you know, since you know, I know you guys are very heavy into Comic Con, I noticed that on Flash and Arrow and I Zombie, it says special video presentation and Q and A, but on Gotham, Supergirl, and Legends, it only says video presentation Q and A. Could that be an indicator, you know, of which show is bringing a trailer and which show is not bringing a trailer? Like, what do you think the special um, uh, defines here? Yes and no. Special sometimes means that they've got a message from cast members that couldn't attend. I know that they've done that where they've had videos from the set or bloopers or uh, in, in the past, I've seen that it's that it's either been a trailer or that it's been a message from a cast or crew member that couldn't attend. And usually it's from the set and usually it's really fun. Yeah, well, usually they don't really... Um totally define what special presentation means, but typically it is something that you're not going to be able to get after the fact. Um, like on a, like They'll release it on YouTube or something like that, but it's not something that is like a um, just a trailer or something like that. It might be something that's very unique to Comic-Con. That's sometimes what it generally tends to be. So we might... If, oh, sorry, go on. No, and along those lines, I'd like to encourage people who are going to Comic-Con, who are going to be seeing these special video presentations and enjoying the trailers and bloopers or whatever they bring, to please not film them and put them online. I know that the temptation is there, but not only will you get your camera confiscated if they find mm. you, and they will kick you out of the room by the big burly security guards that you don't want to mess with, but... The more and more that these videos keep getting leaked online, the less and less likely that studios are to bring footage. And I know that people have already, studios, I think it was Marvel, already threatened it before. Fox, um, Fox so, is not coming to Comic Con because they don't want, they, yeah, they, 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 they are they're afraid of piracy. But James Gunn did uh, announce on Facebook that there's going to be some, some sort of new technology being used at Comic Con this year. And I, I don't know what it is, but it seems to be able, it's supposed to be able to prevent. From piracy to happen uh, inside those rooms because you know, as many guards as they can i mean look they have a lot of guards inside and they're really really huge it's impossible to cover every single person who's in that room but this technology is supposed yeah. to prevent that so so basically probably so, makes the video glare when in playback what if it's like an so, emp yeah. like you know oh we're just using emps on your phones or computers no. they, like shut down wi-fi temporarily amy don't say that yeah. because we need wi-fi comic-con you have no idea how hard it is i mean you have you, to our listeners, you guys have no idea how hard it is. MTV is usually the best ones to get Wi-Fi from. So, uh, but for me, uh, the but thing it's so hard to get Wi-Fi though. Like even through the MTV one, because my brother is acting like, "Oh, is there Wi-Fi there?" I'm like, "There is," but 
it doesn't it work really all the isn't. time. It really isn't. So yeah. save up your mobile data plans, yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. But the thing I'm looking for... Pokemon to... Go. Hell no. No, we're not... No. Yep. I yep. am forbidding Pokemon Go on this discussion. Digimon is so uh, much better than Pokemon. Vetoed. Hmm? What? I am... I am vetoing your forbidding. <laughs> there's no vetoes here. This whole podcast. This is, there's Pokemon no... Guys, there's no democracy in, the, in this live show. I'm kidding. Uh, hashtag Digimon is better than Pokemon. Anyway, the thing that I'm looking for... Andy, Andy can, before before you get into your stuff, can I mention that um, DC Comics actually tweeted out something about Supergirl, and I wonder if this is um, something related to the other video presentations. They tweeted out that Supergirl wants your questions for a Q&A, record your questions as video, and post them to Instagram. And so I'm wondering if that's part of the video Q&A is that fans can send their questions in as video to Instagram and they will play those back during the panel. That's I what I'm thinking. That's cool. I think, it's, I think it's going to happen. I think it's for DC All Access because they put it, they use, you know. They oh, that's said, true. There's a yeah. DC, uh, so DC it's, it, yeah, yeah. So like they're always doing So it's not, no, I don't think it's for the panel. Okay. Honestly. So that's not for the panel. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, they it might. be cool the, if it was for the panel though. Yeah. I mean, the moderators may, you know, use that to use some questions and whatnot, but like, you know. I never like those things because they really pick good questions. Anyway, anyway, so my, the things I'm looking forward to hopefully learn, the things I want to know about from these shows of these seasons at the panels is, I mean, The Flash, I totally want, you know, Flashpoint trailer, which I think we're getting. Uh, I want to f- see more of Kid Flash's awesome costume that we got revealed this week. Uh, and... Um, I want to see, you know, if they're, they're introducing some big stuff from the Flashpoint, you know, story. Because, I mean, there's, I mean, if they're adapting most of Flashpoint, we know some things are probably going to get replaced. Like maybe instead of instead of Aquaman and his people going against Wonder Woman and her people, what if it's Fangarians against Martians? You know, that could be another good way to set up the cross. I mean, you know, they've all already mentioned, you know, Fangarians on Legends, and you know, I mean, in Martian Manor, he comes from. Mars on Supergirl and like maybe in this timeline maybe the Mar- Mars didn't get attacked as brutally as it did so that's what I'm hoping to see you know more details on that uh, with Legends I just want to know more JSM members uh, I think it's I'm excited I mean I'm looking forward to see what they will do with Citizen Steel I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with the new Vixen uh, but I actually want some proper JSM members like I want to find out if uh, we're getting someone like um, Sandman or maybe um, I don't know, maybe, I mean, it would be cool to see Al Scott, uh, because I don't believe for a second he's going to be in Greenland and Corpse, but you know, anything can happen. Uh, with Gotham, I kind of want to see more of Court of Owls, because that seems to be marketing really much right now. I mean, the, the, the Comic-Con bag that came up for, Com- for Gotham, it, I, I think that's one of the cool designs, and I think they have the Court of Owls on the backside. Uh, Supergirl, I want to find out who the big bad is. Uh, I actually, you know, I actually want to find out who the big bad is for all these shows because it's kind of an interesting pattern. We don't know who's the, who the big bad is for Arrow or Flash or Legends or Supergirl this season. So it's kind of uh, an interesting take if you look at it. Uh, I Zombie, I just want to know more about Peyton and Ravi uh, or Pavi as they call it, uh, and more mm-hmm. about Peyton <laughs> because I effing love Peyton and I love Ravi and I love that it's show. So good. They're so freaking good! And Alan Mishaka is the My best. My favorite character. I actually started watching Eyes on Me only because of Alan Mishaka, and then I fell in love with all those actors. Um, uh, I want to know what they're going to do with Blaine, because uh, David Anders, I mean, you can you cannot get enough of David Anders, I'm just saying. Uh, okay. With Arrow, I want, I, I'm just looking forward to details. That's all I will say. That's the nicest way I can put it. Uh, uh, and uh, with, let, let's see, I've talked, 
yeah, so I touched upon all the shows. So yeah, I just want to know the big bads for all the season. And I want to see, you know, what they're going to do in those trailers, you know, for Flashpoint and for Legends. You know, especially Legends because, you know, we ended on a cliffhanger with Our Man showing up. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the finale. Uh, so, but there's one thing that I'm, that, you know, moving on to our next point of discussion. Uh, because we know in December there's going to be a big four-show crossover between... Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. So, do you guys expect... Okay, so let's start with Rebecca. Like, do you expect there to be any information reveal about the crossover? Do you think it's too early for them to reveal anything? Or do you think this is the p perfect opportunity to present some new details on this, you know, Legends of Super Flaro crossover? <laughs> They've got yeah. to. I mean, I think this is what everyone is hoping to see is whether it's some information or just a story beat or something like that. But, you know, I think, like, fans are wondering, with with a Supergirl in the CW, is she going to maintain the um, another parallel universe or multiverse, um, or are they going to figure out some nifty little way to, like, really merge her into that universe? But I think they have to talk about that because, I mean, that's one of the highest anticipated events of this year is going to be the four-episode crossover. Uh, Rebecca? Yeah, I think they'll probably mention it, but I don't know that we'll get a lot of details because I do think it's a little bit early because they're probably still trying to figure that out themselves and trying to plan because I can't even imagine what it's like to have four show, you know, four writers rooms and all having to coordinate <laughs> together and figure that out. Like that's got to take up a lot of time and they're probably still trying to iron out all of the details. So I don't anticipate that we will get a lot of information about that, but I do think... The one thing I'm I'm kind of curious about, because I don't really understand how this is going to work, is how they are going to actually air the crossovers. Like, I assume that they will have, like, the Supergirl part of the crossover on Monday and the Flash part of the crossover on Tuesday. Like, I assume that's what, but that's kind of what I want confirmed, is, like, how they're going to do, actually <laughs> execute the crossover in terms of how they're going to air it, how it's going to be um, presented to us. And what that's going to be like. So I think, if anything, I hope that they will uh, iron out all of the details in terms of how they're going to give it to us. And not necessarily the details of what it's going to be like. But I do, well, and even with how they're going to merge Supergirl into the CW universe, I don't even think, I mean, I'd be surprised if they told us how they were going to do that. Because I think that's one of those things, if I was a writer, I would want to keep that close to me. I, I would want to make that be something of a surprise. So I don't even know if we'll get that information. So I don't know. I, I, I do wonder also if John Barrowman will play into the four uh, show crossover because of that announcement that he's, <laughs> he's apparently going to be on all the shows now. So I, yeah. I wonder if they will oh, talk. Wentworth Miller? No, no, no. Wentworth Miller has a, a guest recurring uh, gig, but John Barrowman is a series regular on Flash, Arrow, and Lens Tomorrow. Oh. So oh, I thought Wentworth was also a nope. series regular. No, nope. Pete, that was oh. a one-year deal. He's only going to be a recurring guest star on Flash and Legends uh, because prison break. So okay. yeah, I, I wonder if the John Barrowman thing will get discussed in any in any more detail at Comic Con. Amy, be smart if they. Uh, Amy, because uh, if you wouldn't mind, because you know, because you're. you're you you know you come from you know you watch you know all the Chicago shows and that does a lot of crossovers and so on. Mm -hmm. How do you? Do you want them to announce this four-show crossover for DC in a similar... I mean, how does Chicago do it? And like, is, do, would you like to see their formula be done for maybe the DC shows? And, like, and do you think that would be a... Comic-Con would be a good place to announce some, you know, something like that? 
Well, the way that they do it with the Chicago shows, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Med, and now Chicago Justice. So they're going to be doing the four-part crossover, too. They do – they have the benefit of having um, the shows somewhat back-to-back. So you've got three shows on two nights. And so what they'll do is – air it in order so it airs in synchronous order so you can watch this sheer series in order so you watch chicago fire first on tuesday nights then chicago med right after and then chicago p pd the next day and so it it's a, a logical progression of the story so each show contributes to the show to the story and it's it's a challenge but they don't do a whole lot of marketing with it other than the fact that they call it one Chicago, which is really cool. And then they do, they have all the cast tweeting out all the crossover photos, but they just basically air it as a three part episode. And I would expect that that's what they're going to do with this, that we're essentially going to get a four part episode. And this is the benefit of having established both arrow and especially the flash as well as legends and Supergirl. Supergirl is going to be kind of the wild card as we're trying to figure out how they're going to establish it in the CW universe. But the benefit of them all being on the same network and the benefit of what they're going to do is they really can do a four part episode and having already had the flash and arrow very, very ingrained in these universes. I think that they can give the audience. I think that they can go farther than they have in the past because we've all, we've talked about how the first season of flash, they did kind of two separate episodes, second season flash and arrow and legends. It was an episode that was, multiple part episodes and there's a difference in the audience level the first season you didn't need to be watching both shows to understand and have a good time the second season you did need to be watching both shows and so i think the benefit that they have now is that they can expect the audience to be watching all of the shows but that's the challenge can they find a way to make it so that casual viewers of just supergirl or just arrow or just the flash or just legends doesn't feel obligated to watch all five seasons of Arrow or all three seasons of Flash if they don't to catch up. So that's going to be their big challenge is can they present a story that crosses over all four without alienating the casual viewer, which I think we, we, as, as podcasters, we forget that there are just casual viewers like my mom who just watches what wait, what is this ca- casual viewers you're speaking of? Doesn't everyone <laughs> read the comics? Uh, yes. Wait, wait, no, wait. I mean, your mom doesn't read the comics? Well, I need. No. I know. I need. What? When's her birthday? I need. I know. I need to. Why need to buy her now? <laughs> casual viewers, but, my ass. I'm kidding. Go on. But that's a big deal. Is is finding a way not to alienate the casual viewers because there's only. I mean, they're going pretty far. They are rewriting the mythology with Flashpoint. We don't know how far that's going to go. If it's going to be one episode, two episode, the first half of the season, which would be my guess, or the whole gosh darn season. So we'll have to oh. see. <laughs> Flashpoint in whole all of season three. I'm, I mean, I'm almost willing to want that to happen. Uh, I, I I think you're more right that maybe the second half. I mean, first half of season could be something or at least. Maybe the first four, three, four, five episodes, and then in the crossover, we kind of addressed what this new universe is like. Um, because I think that I mean, would you really want to do Flashpoint and then go straight into Crisis? I mean, I I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, I would want to save Crisis for you know when we really need to use Crisis. Um, Since Flashpoint is already a crisis in itself, so that would be mm-hmm. kind of difficult. Yeah, that's- no, but I agree. 
Yeah, but Ka- well, Ka- what 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 do you, uh, what do you think about like what kind of information would you want about the four show crossover? Um, you know, if they address anything of that at uh, um, at Comic Con. Um, I don't know honestly. Like, I would like a mention of like, hey, it's still happening type thing. But I like like Rebecca was saying, they don't. I don't even know if they know what's going on with that yet. <laughs> so. I, I don't think we need it. Just maybe a small mention of it. Yeah. Maybe a little tease, not anything big. Also, you have to focus on the beginning of these shows. What what episode is the episode like nine or eight? Eight, right? Because that's usually like yeah. the first episode of December. Then the finale. That's will like be in November. That's crazy. Oh yeah, December or November. That's yeah. That's a little bit too far. Just focus on like promoting the first couple episodes of the show before doing the crossover. Plus, there's a TCA right after Comic-Con, so they can't, you know, like, see on the CW, you know, upfronts. No, yeah. not for upfronts. Oh, my God. And, okay, upfronts is May, TCA is in the summer. At the CW TCA, they could, you know, Mark Pedowitz could say something like, you know, well, the crossover, you know, the crossover story is about the aftermath of Flashpoint or something like that. So, um... Or New York Comic Con, which is so much more closer. I know they don't usually bring DC shows there, but it would be, be pretty smart if they brought some of them there. I know Supergirl has been there, Legends. Legends and Supergirl was there last year. So it'd be nice just to bring in Arrow and Flash and, and talk about it there. I think that would be a great promotion. Uh, let's see. Who hasn't spoken about this yet? Uh, Rebecca has, Tony has... Sean? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, oh, no, no, no. I, I have you. Have I asked you this question? Or ha- no, you haven't actually. I have or haven't. Uh, no, you have not. Okay, Sean, what do you, what do you think uh, could uh, be revealed uh, in terms of this four show crossover if it happens at Comic Con? Well, if it is revealed at Comic Con, um, I just sort of like who their their villain will be, like. Because you know how with the last crossover it was Vandal Savage to set up Legends of Tomorrow, but it's making me think that John Barrowman might actually be, you know, Malcolm Merlin might actually be the crossover big bad, which would be weird because he has a, no involvement in Supergirl at all. But because Cat um, Grant would slaughter him, this universe. Because Cat <laughs> Cat Grant would slap him, like she would actually take off his metal hand and slap him with it. She would be. What would she, <laughs> Rebecca? What, Rebecca, what would be a good name? What do you think Cat would call him as a nickname? Like you know, oh, it's my oh, one. Per, it's one. It's my one thirty. You know, my. my oh, I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. But she would. She would be very sassy and smart with him, and probably throw him out of her office. Yeah. All the while flirting with him, maybe. No. Possibly. I'd be so game for that. Amy, have you caught up on Supergirl season one, by the way? I haven't. I <sighs> wish that I had time. I just haven't with all the summer craziness. Haven't had a chance to. But I'm, I'm caught up enough to know what's going on. And I've seen, I've, I know the characters. You should really yeah. go back and watch season one. You will love it. Especially David Harewood's character when, you know, you find out what happens. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Sean, continue. Uh, where was I? Uh, yeah. So I just want to know about... Who is like the common enemy that they're gonna go after, and what sort of craziness that will ensue out of this? Would this would this fourth show crossover be the catalyst that brings Supergirl into Earth One, or would it be anything like just would Flashpoint do it? But would it be the crossover? I I just don't know exactly what I want. I just want it. <laughs> yeah, for me, for me, when it comes to um, the the four show crossover, I mean, I think Comic Con. I mean, 
Last year was, I mean, I'm not going to say it was underwhelming, but it was kind of disappointing not to have any new footage at all. Um, and also, I'm kind of bummed that they're not doing Hall H this year, but, you know, it's because Marvel Studios... I'm happy they're not doing Hall H, because then that, that's harder to get into. So I feel like this... I feel well, a because, less because it doesn't fit you, because it doesn't fit you, fit your, you know, your needs and whatnot. You, you think it's good in Zoom Bottom Twenty. <laughs> well, what do you guys? Think? What does everyone else think? Did you like Hall H or do you guys like Ballroom Twenty? People or... are lined up at Hall H right now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're already right. there, lined up. I I can see the line coming to my house. No, I'm. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I think Comic Con would be the best you know place to at least give a tease for something like maybe a title or maybe you know yes this i mean at least, i mean because you know what's so funny is that they, none of these people have actually said we're bringing super into this universe maybe you know but all of us are fat i mean we're smart people we get it you know you're not gonna bring super to cw and be like no we're keeping our own universe like eyes on be like no you're gonna bring in super into that same universe in one way or another so i think it would be nice at least for them to say here's a title here's maybe a poster and here's the villain for the crossover which should not be Malcolm. I mean, I love John Berman, but for a four-show crossover, I mean, I think they should do Legion of Doom. Just saying. But that's what I, I mean. I think they, they will they will address it somehow, or they're gonna drop some sort of exclusive to the press or whatever uh, during Comic Con because it Comic Con is. I mean, I don't think it's fun to have to learn about these big detail events at something like TCA upfront because it's like, but that's not really nerd events. They're more like TV focused events so do you get something like comic-con or like cats at new york comic-con or something like that but but let, but moving on because i also want to touch a little bit about the dc films because um they're gonna have a presence with one one suicide squad uh, but there's a big question right now going on will there be anything with justice lee because it wasn't part of the press release when it came out but we know that gal gadot is gonna be there uh, they're doing fantastic beats that they're doing a panel so supposedly ezra miller will be there who's you know He's, you know, he's playing the Flash in the DCU. Uh, ben Affleck has said in the past that he that they're going to Comic Con uh, this year. So, so Tony, since you're the host of DC Movies podcast, will and should Justice League do something at Hall H, even though the film isn't coming until next November, and there's still another Comic Con in between that is coming up. Yeah, I think they're going to try to recreate the magic that uh, Marvel had with the first reveal of the Avengers back in 2010. So I think they're going to they're gonna keep it on the DL, but um, they have a great opportunity, even if they don't show anything or talk about it, to bring the Justice League cast together. This is their time to do it, because by next year, there's already going to be some stuff that's going to be, you know, they'll come out online. And so I think that they'll want to, I mean, Warner Brothers and San Diego Comic-Con specifically are, you know, they are married together. And so this is their, this is a prime opportunity for the very first cast photo to be you know uh to be revealed to the world is uh, at this show so yeah i think they will they probably won't say anything or talk much about it but i think this is their chance to kind of begin the the hype machine um at san diego and uh, rebecca since i know you're uh, also a huge fan of the dc extended universe uh, do you think do you think they will uh, and should justly do something in hall age um despite that there is still a whole over a year till the movie comes out. I actually agree with Tony. I don't think they're going to do too much. I think we might get a picture because uh, Clay Enos on Twitter and Instagram, he 
has posted a lot of teases about, you know, blocking for pictures and things like that. So I think a lot of people assume that they've already shot some images of the Justice League together. So I think if we get anything, we might get a Justice League picture. Although Zack Snyder knows that when you come to a convention like this, if you want to really promote stuff, you got to bring some videos. So I don't know if he will bring any kind of short little thing like uh, he did with Batman v Superman when we got Batman turning on the bat signal and that kind of that kind of stuff. So I don't I, I don't anticipate we'll get any video, but I think we might get a picture if anything. And we might I think Tony is correct. They might bring the cast out to just do a little wave and smile and and leave. But I think for this summer, I think for the San Diego Comic Con, I would like to see more of a highlight on Wonder Woman and just and Suicide Squad because I think those movies are important as well and I think they're since they're coming out and um, we want to see stuff from them we want I I personally want to hear the Suicide Squad cast talk about their experience and I want to see the Wonder Woman cast all together so I am excited about those two movies just as I am Justice League so I I hope we'll get to see you know, a Wonder Woman trailer, that kind of thing. So I hope that the focus is more on Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad, but I do think we'll probably get something about Justice League. Sean, what do you think? Um, let me see. Uh, I don't know. It's really too early to bring any sort of footage, but definitely a cast photo would be cool, just of all of them, like, standing next to each other, doing, you know, just their stand-in thing. And I don't know. I would say it's too early to expect too much out of justice league even though it is Zack snyder bringing this to us it's yeah there's, there's not much else to say that hasn't right. already been said if if anything i would expect he'd bring like the equivalent of a post-credit scene you know at yeah. the end of the avengers when you just see thanos and everybody goes what flips out something like that they could it would be dark side yeah <laughs> it would just be dark side <laughs> and they could do a uh, they could do what they did a few years ago when they the very first time they teased, they announced Batman v Superman. You know, they did that dramatic reading from Dark Knight uh, Returns and then mm-hmm. revealed the logo. And, you know, that, that, that was the only thing that, that basically just sort of teased the direction of that movie. And so they can do something like that where it's a dramatic reading out of a certain key storyline and then they just reveal the logo and that's it. That was the best and reveal the, and, ever because I was in that room and I, I I filled my reaction when I was in that and I lost it because there's a silver S coming up and I'm like, oh, cool, it's a man of silver. What are they doing? <laughs> because then the bat shows up and it was, it was epic. Rebecca, sorry, what were going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, and that was enough. They didn't have to bring mm-hmm. footage that was already shot. That was enough to get people. People were talking about that all weekend, debating on whether or not they should be doing this at this point. Um, that that was something that was enough to get people excited. And that was something I don't think they had announced beforehand. If I remember correctly, yeah. Chris Hardwick was the moderator of that panel. And he was given a note from backstage to say that they had something coming up so that was kind of a surprise for that panel if i'm if i'm correct about that i wasn't there but that was something that i I don't know that they were privy to before the panel actually happened so that could be something that they do again this year where they have all of these other panels and then something just kind of pops in well yeah and then marvel a couple years ago they announced all their phase two movie titles that was it they just announced the titles and people lost it like when winter soldier came up on that screen i can still 
feel the rumble of the room as people were screaming and shouting and celebrating. And I'm sitting there going, clearly I need to do some more research. (laughs) 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 But that, that was enough. That was a tease. And that's what Comic-Con is about. It's about getting fans excited, but also giving them something. So I hope that they bring a little bit, but all it has to be is just, it's all you need is four words. The villain is blank. So you just bring something to get us excited, but I I think they will. They know, they know Comic-Con, they know how to run it by now. And they, they would be missing an opportunity if they didn't bring at least a hint of something. And also, I mean, and unlike Marvel, they they're not just you know holding back all their big stuff for you know something like a D twenty three whatever and so on. So I mean, I mean, I know Marvel will be there this year, but you know, I don't think they're going next year. But you know, Warner Bros is always good with being there every year and bringing something. Uh, I actually, you know, if they don't do anything with Justice League, but I don't, I think they will. Maybe like a banner, you know, like a you know sh- first poster, whatever, and you know, just kind of like how they did the first Avengers teaser trailer, you know, just the, you know the A symbol and Nick Fury talking. They could do something like that for Justice League, but what if they if we can't get anything more than that than that for Justice League? I would almost them to actually do some updates on some of their DC movies on their slate. You know, maybe address a little bit more about the Booster Gold movie and Birds of Prey, Teen Titans, um, Lobo, and so on. Kind of you know because they I might do something with Birds of Prey because supposedly at the Birds of Prey twentieth anniversary panel with Gal Simone and all them. They say, like, oh, you know, we talk about things and dot, 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 feature film. So they might be getting... Don't get my hopes up, Kat. Don't get my hopes up. I love... By the way, how amazing is Gail Simone, by the way? She is amazing. I love Gail Simone. Um, I will say, though, I think it's going to be an animated movie. I don't know if we're going to get a Birds of Prey live action, just because if they're going to announce it at that panel... I just feel like it's going to be animated, which I'm I'm game for too. I'm totally game for an animated movie. Um, I don't know. I'll show you guys a screen cap. I was very surprised by it. They snuck it in there. What day is it? Uh, I'll look it up. Um, Please don't say Saturday because if it's Friday, then I'm I'm like okay, I can probably make it. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, is there anything else people want, you guys want to touch upon? Anything with DC TV or DC films before we go on to offsite DC events as well as like. Maybe some comments right or something. I know Amy, she wanted to bring up something. So, but before we go to that, is, does anyone want to touch upon anything else regarding to DC TV or DC films? I think it'd be really fascinating. Uh, I was just say, uh, I was. I think it'd be really fascinating to see how um, Ty- Tyler uh, Hutchland does on Supergirl because, um, you know, I'm just saying, just speculation wise, what happens if he's just like an incredible hit and like really just does portrays the character of Superman, the, the fans respond stronger to him than this, than maybe like Henry Cavill. And so I'm just curious to see um, how he does and the, the response to fandom and um, how that might affect the cinematic universe. So that's it. Okay. Uh, who, uh, yeah, and I was just going to say about, um, I was, I was just going to say about the films. Um, I think it'd be smart for Suicide Squad to show like five minutes of their film because we've already seen like three trailers. I think, it would get people really excited if they saw like five minutes of like the first five minutes of it. I think that's the strongest they could do for that. Uh, we have a question in the in the in the live chat from Jason Coe, uh, who asks, "Is Tony moderating the Hall Age Pokemon Go panel?" <laughs> <laughs> totally. totally. That is. Uh, uh, that's like a at your own risk. Can you can you just imagine how ravenous that panel is going to be? People are going to be just. 
it's gonna be like it's like moderating a panel room full of like uh killer zombies or something like that so yeah that's gonna be crazy <laughs> uh, uh that is no, but I, i'd love to but no uh but you're, but you're gonna be moderating some panels at comic-con right yeah yeah I've, uh, I'm, I'm on a few and plug them uh I, at the okay uh i'm on the um the women uh the most dangerous women at comic-con panel which you know uh i'm the the sole uh y chromosome on that panel and i'm proud of it um, <laughs> that's going to be on uh thursday and you're really just talking about uh heroines and their role the, the how far they've come as well but still the obstacles that are uh, ahead in pop culture um and then i'm on a how to build a um the one of the panels i'm hosting is how to build a geek brand, um, which is on Friday, and talking a lot about um, you know there's so much content creation out there and how to how do you transition from just hobby enthusiast to full time career, um, and then on Saturday I'm on a the business of geek fashion panel and um, representing Hero Within, so we can talk about that at the end of the, sh- at the show. But uh, going to be sitting with uh, Hot Topics, Think Geek, um, We Love Fine. Um, and uh, going to be talking about just the cultural shifts of fashion when it comes to geekdom, and so I'm honored to be on that. So yeah, that's my panel lineup. Sweet. Uh, so okay, so let's so let's talk some offside events. Uh, Amy, you had a couple you want to talk about. Well, I actually brought it up earlier. It was the uh, Wonder Woman Jazz. Uh, it was the Invisible Jet, which I really think everybody should go see. Also, on a not DC related note, but something that sort of fits. The C- NBC is bringing a time machine to the outside gas lamp area for their show Timeless. <laughs> so if, you know, you want to pretend like you are on the Wave Rider, which they also should have brought, that would have been so cool. And I I would have been very, very, very excited if I got to board the Wave Rider and become an honorary pilot for the day. But at least I can go on Wonder Woman's jet. But if you're if you're a nerd and you feel like going and being on a time machine, you can do that. So that's out there. The other note for all of my locals or people who only have one or two days, please, please, please go down to the gas lamp. Park a couple blocks away. Take an Uber in. Walk. Take the trolley. The trolley is your best friend. And you will meet so many people on the trolley in cosplay. I met a Klingon a couple years ago. That was great. Go and visit the gas lamp. There is so much going on. They close down the whole area. You're going to see all the hotels. They're going to have some show that they're representing or some movie. There's going to be events. There's going to be um, special things like time ships and invisible jets. So if you can't make Comic-Con, but you really, if you're local and you still want the experience, I cannot more highly recommend going down to the gas lamp and just spending a day or two there. You will find plenty to do. Square Enix is doing their offsite events. They're doing for Lara Croft this year. You can actually climb a glacier wall. So that's cool. And there's nice. la- laser tag and archery at Camp Canival at Petco Park. And then Nerd HQ is doing their thing at the Children's Museum. So there's so much you can do, even if you don't have a badge. And frankly, it'll be less crowded. Yeah. Oh, well, she's, I mean, that's that's one of the beautiful things I remember the first year I went to Comic-Con was that, oh, wait a minute, there's things everywhere to do in San Diego, in downtown San Diego for the Comic-Con. Like, you know, if you're, you know, there's Nerd HQ, there's all the other great things. So yeah, I mean, what, all the things Amy brought up, totally go for that. Uh, any, are, are any DC, not DC TV film panel, but are any DC comics panels that you guys are 
excited about that you want to bring up? Uh, uh, sorry, I'll just, I guess it's a good opportunity just to met- sorry, I was just going to say a good opportunity to mention the blurb from Birds of Prey. So it's the 20th anniversary. It's two to three. Um, and celebrate the longest running female superhero team in history with the editor creator, uh, Jordan B. Um, Gorfinkel. Uh, writers Shauna and Julie Benson, uh, also fan favorite Chuck Dixon and Gail Simone, as they reveal inside stories from the comic series, animated episode, TV ad- adaptations, and a feature film, question mark, limited number of signed copies to be given away. So, yeah, I think I think we're going to get an announcement there. So I just want to show that one. But sorry, Amy, what were you going to say? <laughs> that was literally what I was going to say. <laughs> what cat said? Oh, were you? Okay. <laughs> Uh, what day is it going to be? Yeah. Do you know what it is? Sunday. Sunday, 2 to 3. Okay, I, I can make that one, thankfully. Uh, because I, I need... Look, I need to make... Me, I have a, a, a... One of my things on my wish list for Comic-Con is meeting Gil Simone and getting a photo with her with a particular sign that some people that follow me on Twitter will know what it is. Uh, so... But with that all said, as we're coming to the close of the show, what will DC Pockets be up to at Comic-Con? Um... Uh, like in terms of like you know because I, we're all gonna have most of us are going as present we're gonna be busy with things but uh, Amy what what things do you think we might be we up to uh, if listeners wanna listeners wanna like if they're going they wanna meet us well first off we are gonna be at the game of bloggers Tony yeah, yeah. Do you wanna I mean, talk about that oh yeah game of bloggers um yeah game game of bloggers is on Wednesday nights preview nights uh, right after the the, when the showroom closes at nine o'clock at the Dragon's Den, uh, which is adjacent to the Petco Park. And that is really just a, a gathering of content creators all across the multiverse. And you, whether you blog, you social media, YouTube, um, you know, anything like that, uh, it's just a time for everyone to gather. And, uh, you know, because normally throughout the show, you just haphazardly run into people and you meet them in line. And sometimes it's on Sunday when it's too late. But I wanted to get everyone together to just sort of meet each other and collaborate and maybe share some content throughout the week. Um, and so this is the second year's return. Last year we had over uh, 100 websites represented, and this year it's uh, close to the same. So it's going to be uh, it's an awesome experience. Uh, get there early because it's going to be jam-packed. If you remember from last year, we were like sardines basically for a moment there. And um, so, yeah, I can't wait to... See everyone on from this show, from this family shows, as well as you know, other people want to join us. So yeah. and so, Tony, fans who want to join can come and join us at any point. Yeah, yeah, it's just you know the it's called Game of Bloggers, uh, a general invite to bloggers, but it's really for anyone who wants to hang out at, to meet some of the some of the sites that they follow. But you don't have to be a content creator by any means. It, it's just a chance to know where some of your favorite content creators are going to be. So yeah. Anyone, anyone, of course, is invited. And we're going to be giving out some incredible, like, we'll be giving out the best swag that it, mm-hmm. that any offset event is going to be giving out. So uh, you definitely want to come to it. I look forward to receiving it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who can't make Game of Vloggers or don't come in uh, soon enough, I know some people's flights get in at, like, 930 
please tweet us on the convention floor. I will do my best. I'm going to try to be at the Ballroom 20 Flash panel and Legends panel. I'm going to try really hard. If you are there, tweet us at the accounts, at the Flash podcast, at the Legends of Tomorrow podcast, at Supergirl Radio. Tweet us at all of these, and we would love to say hi. Or if you find us, feel free to photo stalk us, because that would almost be someone someone at a... What's uh, Heroes Villains Fan Fest What's found me and it was the funniest thing ever like I'm literally just sitting down and someone posted a picture of me they're like I found the Flash podcast from like the other side of the room and that was fun for us because it, it, it gets us to interact with you guys and, and reminds us that we're not just talking to an empty <laughs> room and that people actually listen to us and that's very cool so if you're going to be there please come say hi obviously we're crazy busy but um, we would love to say hi to everybody and uh Maybe I don't know. Get coffee. We'll figure something out. Coffee would be nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I, wait, I, I don't even drink coffee. Never mind. Uh, I, I'm you don't drink tr- coffee. Yeah, coffee is coffee is for you know like boring people. I don't for the know. week, right? It's for the week. Right. It is for the week. Like, like, <laughs> because the problem is that you guys get people then get obsessed with coffee. Like if they wake up like I haven't had my cup I of coffee. I just like the taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, also, I honestly Captain don't Janeway drink saved the galaxy on coffee. So multiple times, multiple times, save the galaxy and the timeline and nearly somewhat caused a big blow towards the Borg on coffee. So every other argument is irrelevant. Now, before I go, go I'm going kind I was just going to say, and I think there's a difference between liking coffee and being addicted to coffee. <laughs> I, there's a thin line, but <laughs> uh, no, what I was going to say was uh, before I go on with my thing, um, Photo stalking, Amy. Like, can you define what that is? Is just that they are they literally following you around, taking photos of you? Like, what is like what is photo stalking? I'm just, I'm just having fun. I'm just saying that if you happen to see us, uh, please come by and say hello because we actually do want to meet you, and I'd love to talk to people who listen to the show. I mean, I'm, you know, for us from the Flash podcast, you know, we, I mean, I'm sure we're going to be sporting our Flash podcast calves, so you know, people can really, you know, see our, our the name on the head and so on. Uh, uh, unless someone lost one of their caps, um, Amy, do you still have yours? Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I'm 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 gonna try like get make them you know available for purchase at some point you know for people if uh you know unless you know DC gets in the way or whatever. But uh, yeah, but I mean you know yeah I mean if you see any of us, I mean you know Tony's gonna beat her, I'm gonna beat her, Cat, Lauren, Amy, and Sean, all the iZombie Radio people, and who else am I? It was really convenient that all four of us from my zombie radio are going to be there. <laughs> I mean, everyone from Legends of Mar Pikes will be there. Um, yep. Everyone from the Flash yeah, Podcast. Yeah, Legendary Lady Meetup. Everyone from the Flash oh, Podcast. We're ev- for that. Everyone from iZombie Radio. Um, so, and then, you know, then, then it's just multiple members of us from the network. So, I mean, and, you know, we're, we're going to be trying to do stuff together and whatnot. But, but yeah, if you guys see us, you know, like, please come up and say hi because, you know, we, we love, I mean, because, you know, like Amy said, we don't get to, you know, we, most of the time when we're doing this podcast thing, we're, we don't really see any of you. You know, we know that you listen to us, but we don't get to meet you. Guys. It's mostly at conventions like this, you know, here's Fan Fest or whatever. So, so please come up and say hi. And, um, uh, and yeah, but I think that's going to wrap up our live show. Uh, unless anyone else wants to bring up anything related to DC at annual Comic Con this year. Yeah, hey, I wanted to pitch my uh, Hero Within oh, yes. collection that I just launched. Uh, yeah. just, just of course, about of course. Ten days, yeah, it's about 10 days old. Uh, it's officially licensed by DC Comics, and it basically is a apparel collection for geek guys that's a little more sophisticated and a little bit more cool. So 
definitely check uh, check it out at HeroWithinStore.com. It's gonna the collection will be at uh, Game of Bloggers, and uh, I'll also be talking about it at my various panels. And so uh, I hope you guys can check it out and see it in person. Will you by any chance bring you know like test jackets people can wear? Because I mean. I mean, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a flash jacket. I, mean, I promise, but I want to <laughs> try one on and get a photo with it, like in early sight, because um, it looks. I mean, look, it just looks so. I'll have, I'll, I will, I will have it. Oh, that, yes. that flash hoodie is the. Uh, I guarantee you, as you put it on, it'll be the the best hoodie you ever worn. Premium, yeah. like it is the highest of high quality. I've never put on a hoodie as high quality as this one. So you definitely. Um, let you try it on for sure. Oh, I've never been so excited for clothing in my whole life. <laughs> the moment I saw, it, I'm like, I need to have that. I don't. Whatever price it is, I will pay for it. I need it because it looks so damn comfortable. And it looks so. Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my money, literally. Well, uh, well the uh, the pre-orders are um, open till uh, at July 31st, so little, you know, about two weeks. So um, definitely make your selections. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess, I guess that's going to wrap it up for, for us. But before we all sign up, I'm going to go let everyone go around and uh, plug their stuff and so on. And, you know, where people can find it on social media and whatnot. So, Rebecca, since you're not going to be joining at Comic-Con, sadly, where can people find you at uh, at, uh, at Twitter? I mean, on social media. Well, you can find Supergirl Radio at supergirlradio.com. And uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Google Play, all those places. And you can find me on Twitter and my personal account at DerbyKid. That's D-E-R-B-Y-K-I-D. Tony. You can catch me at two places. Crazy, the number four Comic Con on all the stuff. Or now, Hero Within. Hero Within Inc. on Twitter and Instagram. And then Hero Within Store. Uh, dot com online and amy you guys can find me on twitter and instagram at amy underscore marie 97 i will be tweeting very frequently from the accounts during comic-con and i also hipgal at hipgal h-y-p-g-a-l which is the uh media account that lauren galloway and i have we will be having a bigger presence at comic-con this year so we're going to be doing some fun stuff there Sean. You can find me virtually everywhere at Snarky <laughs> Sean. Um, I'm basically everywhere. Uh, find me tweeting from the iZombie Radio Twitter account and all the other social media accounts that I tool around with. Uh, you may see me, you may hear my other podcast, Geekishly Toku, where I talk about everything but iZombie on there. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, that's it for me. And Kat? Uh, for me, you could just check out Comic Uno on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. If you type in my name, you'll, you'll find it. Uh, and also check out my comic book, like Follow Light Daughter. We have issues one through three out, and we're getting really close to do the issue four Kickstarter. Awesome. And p- people can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Andy Babak. And Babak is spelled B-E-H-B-A-K-H-T. I actually just also recently launched uh, a public Facebook page. So, you know, people who like what I'm doing or whatever, you know, if they're fans of me or whatever, they can follow me at facebook.com slash Andy Babak Official. Uh, so, if no, if you guys haven't followed me yet or liked it, uh, including anyone on this panel, feel free to like that Facebook page. Uh, you can also find me uh, on uh, yeah on Twitter, like I said, on Andy Babak. You can find all my work at 
HeroCollywood.com, TV Overmind, uh, as well as my uh, website, The Mall Report, and uh, yeah, and all the great work we all do together on DCTPodcast.com. And in terms of DCTV, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope, all under DCTV Podcast. Subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes and Social Radio for the mega feed. You can check out the entire DC Podcast Network at DCPodcast.com. Email us at dcpocket at gmail.com. And also, during Comic-Con, because we're going to be doing our own hashtag, hashtag DCTVSDCC. So we know, like, you know, if you want to follow on what we're doing and, you know, and whatnot, keep up with that hashtag because, um, I don't know, I think it's clever, but that's that, that's just me. <laughs> uh, so, but that's going to wrap it up, guys. Uh, and everyone who participated in the live chat, thank you so much for tuning in on this uh Wonderful Sunday. Uh, stay, you know, follow us along on social media as Comic Con is just a few days ahead, you know, away from from us now. And yeah, we look forward to covering Comic Con and you know, giving you guys the best coverage we can give you. So for everyone here on the DC Podcast Network, uh, I'm Andy B, and we'll see you next time on DC Podcast.